Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Why, hello, hello, Yins guys, and welcome back to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. I am your main bitch, Kim, and guess what, Yins guys? Today is a solo episode, which means we're going to get back to our usual shit. It's definitely been a while. We've had a lot of people on, but we are going to do the What the Bravo, the main event, Weekly Shade, all that shit, and I'm excited about it. But before we start... I do have to say, right now, today, I have challenged myself to eat healthier, okay? Now, my goal for the day, just to see if I can do it, is to not have any type of sweet, meaning like cookies or candy, anything like that. It is, what time is it? It is 12.53. I'm doing okay. Had a little frozen pizza for lunch. And uh, some strawberries and bananas. I currently have fruit snacks, but I don't think that's candy. It, it isn't. It's fruit snacks. It's it's mixed berry, people. Kellogg's mixed berry. So I think I'm okay. However, there are some leftover Easter cookies, and I really want to fucking eat them. So that's my goal. Cross your fingers, toes, legs, all this shit, because I have a feeling I may fail. And I don't want to. I'm really challenging myself. I have no willpower when it comes to sweets. So cross your fingers, all that kind of stuff. I will keep you updated with that. I'm hoping that I can sustain the uh, the power. <laughs> so why don't we transition here? We're going to go to what the bravo. Big thing on uh, on the Instagram, social media, the Twitter, all this stuff. Ashley Darby, baby. Ashley and Michael, they are splitting up. They are calling it quits. Even Ashley put it on her Instagram yesterday, which was uh, today's April 20th. So it was on April 19th. She put it on her Instagram. It was an article on bravotv.com. And she went on the Daily Dish podcast and she issued a statement about it. And she says, quote, we will always love and respect each other. And you know what I think? Let's go back to the days whenever she, (laughs) with each season, she's like, Michael and I are stronger than ever. That's how I see. I feel like I could imagine her saying that. Literally, like, we will always love and respect each other. That's how I feel like she probably said it on the Daily Dish podcast. Haven't listened to it yet, but that's just my assumption because that's just what she does. She's a kick-ass chick. Are we surprised? No. Should have happened a long time ago. A lot of people are saying that. I feel, I don't know, they're going to be strong co-parents, sure. We'll see. She also says, quote, pieces of all of these may have affected our pure love for each other. Now, what does that mean? Like the show and all this kind of shit. What was going on? I don't know if it was like music. I can't remember what the article said, but basically a lot of people are like, oh, it's because of the show. That's why you guys are divorcing. No, that's not what she's saying. She's like, maybe it did a little bit, but no one reason is the root cause of the mutual decision to go our separate ways. 
She continues by saying, we are now both at very different stages in our lives and have different goals for our futures. We both want the other to achieve true happiness and fulfillment and feel that we cannot do this together. So you know what this means, or I'm asking here, does this mean that we will see Michael Darby as a fucking producer in the TV and film industry? That's what I want to know. If we recall, that was his next interest in a career transition. Do we think that will happen? <laughs> no, I don't think so. That would be crazy. <laughs> would you want to see a Michael Darby production? That's almost like saying that you want to go see a fucking Randall production. And even Lala says that he's shit as far as a producer. I mean, let's not lie. Whew, maybe they should actually team up. So... Who knows? Now let's go continue on with Potomac. Karen Huger spinoff, uh, Family Reunion. Watch the first episode, and uh, yeah, it's cute. I think it's really good content that uh, we're seeing here on the show. I think it's a good thing, and I like seeing it. I do feel, however, Karen's family, and just Karen, I don't feel like it's such a strong, it's not really connecting with me the way that Candy and the gang is connecting with me. Because Candy is strong. She's got her fucking businesses and her family is just super dynamic and hilarious. I just don't really see that right now from Karen's family. I think they're trying Maybe too hard for the camera. I don't know. I only saw one episode. There's only been one episode. I'm going to keep trying with it. I think it's cute. I wouldn't necessarily say that I would religiously watch it. Like if I missed next week or the week after, I would be okay with it because eventually I would catch up. But I wouldn't be killing myself to be there every Sunday night the way that I would on Tuesday nights for fucking Jersey. Oh my God. This past episode was freaking insane. I can't wait. So now let's go to freaking Raquel from Vanderpump Rules. What the hell is going on with this girl? Who the F? Who is she dating here? I am so confused. I see so many different things. She went on a date with Peter, which by the way, how the hell is this guy scoring dates with all of the Vanderpump Rulers? I don't understand it. As Dana said, remember Dana? She was on not this past season, but the season before when she was messing around with what the fuck was his name? Max or something. Dana even said, why would I want to go on a date with a pirate? Thank you, Dana. Why are these girls going out with it? I'm so confused. I mean, are they trying to get more tip money from Peter? I know that he's the manager at Sir, but like, I'm very confused. Not only that, the rumor mill is saying that Raquel, when she went to Coachella, because that's such a thing. I don't know. I don't think that I'm Coachella vibes. I just can't get down with Coachella. Actually, you know what? I'm boring as fuck. I don't really get down with any of those crazy ass uh, huge concerts and stuff over the summer. I think I'm just a loser. <laughs> but anyways, rumors are saying. Raquel was spotted at Coachella with a bunch of Vanderpumpers and Tom Schwartz. Immediately you're like, okay, big deal. Everyone's there together. However, someone caught them smooching. 
So the article said, I don't, it was like TV something.com. I don't know. It could be a bunch of shit, but rumor mill is saying apparently they're making out and shit. They're hot and heavy trying to get something on and saying this particular article, which I cannot uh, remember the website, but this is not out of my freaking mouth and I did not start it. I'm just repeating it. We all know what happens with it. (laughs) Oh, Come on, Teresa, Evan, and Jackie. So some people are saying that the whole Peter date was a cover-up. So she could go canoodle, if you will, with Tom Schwartz. I wonder, are all these dudes thinking Raquel is all that now because they're realizing that she's not really like some toxic chick and she actually wants to like go do shit other than be on TV and do all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll have to see. I'm going to keep up with the uh, the social media and the people that I follow because they may be getting more of the tea than I am. But then I'll borrow it and then I'll talk to Yin's guys about it. So now let's get to Real Housewives in New Jersey before we talk about the main event. According to Tamara Judge on her podcast, Two Teas in a Pod, remember her and Teddy, She says that she heard that Teresa, if we all remember, whenever she had a temper tantrum at the Nashville bar restaurant, she's like, no, you margarita. After she threw all the shit and she's like, we're going to leave. Let's go, Louie. Uh, Tamara says, hello, production. So I've heard in the rumors, she heard that production said to Teresa and Louie, you guys got to leave. You're not staying in this house. Even though it seems on the episode that she herself decided that her and Louie were leaving. What do Yin's guys think? Do Yin's guys think that production put down the, what the fuck is it when you go to a, 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 a courtroom? A gavel? Is that what it is? I'm an idiot. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Do you think that production did in fact say, you guys are crazy, you're going into a hotel, we're not going to deal with your bullshit right now? Or do you really think that Teresa was the one that was like, we need to leave, Louie? I don't know. Interesting. I think Teresa from that episode should have taken notes from the guys, the house husbands from this past episode. She should have just cut off a strap on and took a cock shot like they did. Now, with that, we're going to transition into the main event. I'm so excited. One of the best episodes ever. So let's get to it, baby. So we're starting coming from the temper tantrum that we call Teresa Judice and or Gorga. I don't know if she changed her name, but we're coming from that little hissy fit. And you know, in my mind, I was like, where the hell was Gia? I feel like if Gia went on the trip, she could have put her mom in place, meaning calmed her down and said, mom, it's really not that serious. You need to chill. Why do I feel like Why do I feel like that Gia is more of a mother figure than Teresa is to her girls? Am I wrong on that? Am I being an asshole bitch for saying that? I have no idea. But I think from past episodes, Gia has been the one voice of reason for her mother to figure out like, oh, wow, maybe I was a little out of hand or maybe I should check my attitude in such a way. Even though she doesn't, 
I just feel like Gia, I don't know, she's more of a mom than Teresa is. It's just confusing. It's completely not how it should be, but, you know, it is what it is. So everyone's reflecting. So it's the day after the blow up. We see, <laughs> this was a great scene. Frankie, Frank Catania, honey. He is sleeping in his room, okay? Apparently it's the kitty room, because why? He's like straddling a big-ass giraffe. You got Joe Gorga going in there, surrounding him with fucking baby dolls, cabbage patch, everything of the sort. It was great. I love that. I'm sure there's been a shit ton of memes since that happened. Love it. After Frank gets up, he goes and he talks to Dolores about last night. I found it crazy that Dolores is kind of sticking up for Teresa, saying, oh, you know, you don't want to get Teresa to that level. But here's Frank. He's being the voice of reason at this point. And he's like, yeah, but Dolores, I don't think Margaret's in the wrong here. Like, all she's doing is asking a damn question. I don't know what's so bad about what she's doing. Frank, I agree with you. Yes. We'll get more into Dolores with Teresa's attitude because I feel like Melissa is piggyback with her. Now, we're going to get to breakfast. Margaret Margaret says to everybody that she moved in Teresa and Louie's room after they left. She's like, bye, bitch. Let me get the big-ass room. Okay, Ramona Singer? You got Frank Catania making the food. Yes, eggs, honey. Make mine scrambled. Everyone's reflecting last night. And again, Jennifer is excusing the bad behavior of Teresa and Melissa, too. And uh, we'll just get to it. I know I said we'd talk about it later, but I guess we're already here. From my notes, why in the world is Melissa... I mean, she she's basically Switzerland at this point, and she doesn't want to go either side. She wants to be neutral and peaceful. I don't get it. Why is she scared? She has to tiptoe around Teresa. Why? Why? Because you're scared of not having a relationship with her? Too fucking bad for her. If she wants to play that game and play that card and be that type of person, let her be it. Because then eventually, later on in life, I'm pretty sure she'll be like, wow, what a bitch I was. Why did I do that? I can't understand why some of these women, Melissa included, Jennifer included, and like I said, Dolores included... Why are they afraid? Why are they afraid to check Teresa, so to speak? Not in a bad way. Just be like, yo, what, what's your deal, man? It's really not that serious. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why they're afraid of her. Why would you be afraid of Teresa Judice just because she went to jail? I mean, come on, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. I did enjoy the fact after they were discussing this, during breakfast, Margaret comes in and she says, I'm never engaging with her. And you know what came to my mind? She had to have watched Real Housewives of Salt Lake City at some point because she is down with the engaging, disengaging, all that shit. Thank you, Meredith Marks. You put it on Margaret Joseph's. Like, this is quintessential Housewives, like, meshing up so well together, and I love it. I also do think it's weird. Dolores was talking to everyone about how Teresa with her relationship with Louie was almost similar as if when someone would adopt a dog from a shelter, the dog would be all excited and basically obsessed with whoever got them. And she was kind of comparing Teresa to a dog that you would adopt from a dog shelter. 
just sort of being, oh, I don't want to be alone. I want to be with you all the time and all this kind of stuff. Well, you know what? I don't know if I'd use that type of analogy there, Dolores, especially with your good friend. That was weird to me. And we all know what happens whenever we do analogies with Teresa. Right, Jackie? Yes, we do. Now, the girls decide to go to a recording studio whilst the boys go on a drunken boat excursion. I would say most people would say they'd want to go to the boat excursion, but honey, 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 I would go to the Nashvox Studios with the women because I got a lot to say. Dolores is calling Teresa saying, hey, you know what? We should stay back. Let's go shopping. Let's go shopping. And she's like, yeah, that would be great. So they're going to go tiptoe with a bunch of cowgirl boots and try to see if they want to get some. Who knows? Now, ooh, Tiki Tiki, honey. Tiki decides to stay back because he's got to do his radio show. Let me tell you, he is all man, okay? Tiki is responsible. He is going on vacation with everyone. He wants to have some fun, but the guy is also working. Oh, my God. Tiki, bless you. Yes, I love you. You're such a hunk of a man. Ooh, I wish I knew you during your football days. You know, I'm just... I'm not that type of bitch. But I do love the Steelers by default. Okay? Now, the boys are on a boat. Louis decides to meet them. That's nice. I think he likes the dudes hanging out with them. They're all taking shot, 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 shot. Okay, so they're doing shots. And it's basically like a grown-up frat party. I mean, it's great. I wouldn't want to see this with any of the Beverly Hills house husbands or really the Potomac husbands, I just don't think, I just don't think it would work. And then obviously New York, there's not really any husbands, so you couldn't do that. <laughs> I think Atlanta house husbands would be okay. Um, but yeah, I just, you can't do it unless you're the Jersey house husbands, really. So Joe is talking to Louie about Teresa and what happened the night before. And Louie was admitting, you know what? I've never seen her like this. This is the worst that she's ever been since we've been together. And Louie continues by saying, you know what? You guys are giving me a shot and I like hanging with you. I don't understand. Like the ladies aren't giving me a shot. They're always like coming after me and I don't really understand it. But I like hanging with you guys. So this was funny. Joe B, honey, he's sitting on a chair on the boat and he's saying, you know what, Louie, you just don't want to get in the lady drama, which lady drama, interesting. Yes, song. Q Candace, yeah. So that's funny to me because the men are always involved in the ladies drama. Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find out things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else doesn't mean that it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection. Allowing you to work toward your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. 
Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finished the program and more than 60% of the users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. So from there... The ladies are at Nash Fox Studios. They are teaming up with two young lads. They are songwriters of Nashville, honey. And they are trying to come up with a theme. I also would like to note, I love the fact that that particular studio offered some alcoholic beverages for inspiration, if you will. All of the studios that I've worked at, they don't offer that shit. It's almost like you got to bring that shit yourself. But I do enjoy, I did enjoy the fact that they allowed that. Created an extra zhuzh to the experience, so to speak. So Melissa is there setting up the tone because, you know, she's the professional artist. On display, on display. But you know what? Luann does not like that. She is the professional artist. Happy birthday. I'm surprised she didn't come in. I'm surprised she didn't come in during that whole thing because, you know, it's always about cabaret, especially in Palm Beach. Now, I know that none of that makes sense, but I really just like the fact that I can try to be like Louis. <laughs> Anyways, I appreciated that those two guys allowed the women to kind of improvise with what the one guy was playing on his guitar with his melodic stuff and where the progression was going. I enjoyed that. So from there, Dolores is then meeting up with Teresa to check out what's going on with her, how's she doing from the night before. She's trying to reason with her, of course. Teresa is not having it. I didn't do anything. Dolores is basically saying, hey, you know what? Sometimes you just need to walk away, Teresa. Kind of like what I did with Jackie. I was about to kick her ass and then I had to walk away. And Teresa's like, I don't like acting like that. But if someone wants to hurt someone in my family or come after them, Teresa, here is a wake up call. No one was coming after him. No one was trying to hurt him. No one was trying to hurt you. No one was trying to attack anybody. Margaret was just asking a simple motherfucking question, and for some odd reason, you had a problem with it. It's almost like you were scared to face the facts that he had some weird shit done in his past. Who the fuck cares? It's over. Yeah, it was brought to light. But now, guess what Bravo is talking about? Not that situation. Talking about Ashley Darby and Michael Darby splitting. That's what I'm saying. It's not that big of a deal. Let it go, honey, like Frozen. Ooh, I'm getting a little heated with this. My goodness, it was such a good episode. I enjoyed every freaking thing. (sighs) Now, I feel like Dolores, again, as I said before, she needs to be a little bit stronger to kind of put Teresa like, hey, bitch, you're not being right here. You're kind of wrong. I love you with all my heart, but you need to calm down a bit because it's not that serious. I think Dolores is afraid of her in such a weird way, even though she was grown up in the streets of Patterson. I really don't know what that means, but, uh, you know, apparently it was hardcore back then when she was a teenager. I have no idea. But 
I don't understand. Why are you scared of Teresa? Because it seems like it to me. So we're back in the studio. The gals are getting in there. Headphones on up to the microphone. Yes, yes, yes. I do appreciate that Jennifer wanted to have a country twang up in there and they were trying to do, what is it called, uh, lady drama. It's for your mama. I love the fact that she was trying to stick to the character of uh, the vibe. So thank you, Jennifer, for that. I would never hire any of them as a choir act ever in my entire life. Not even Melissa. Sorry about your professional artistry, but I am not looking for you for that. I do find it hilarious whenever all of the women were singing, Melissa had to come in here and say, take a seat. Oh, my God, honey. Cue now, Candace's. (sighs) Maybe there should be a housewives choir consisting of all our gals who have had those oh so many hits. And maybe they should do like a. I don't know, a Christmas album. Luann has already gotten started. All of you girls can join her. That would be interesting. I would have to say that I would probably not purchase it, but I would definitely listen to it. Now we're going to go back to the boat. Joey Gorga says that he is a nice little present for Frank. (laughs) And he's like, look, you got your own balls now. So he pulls out a strap on. Frank puts it on, honey. And then Joe cuts off the dick part. And now he says, Frank, you got some balls. And then what happens after that? All of the men are going down the beautiful slide into the lake water. I think it was a lake. And uh, before they go down, they are taking a nice shot of some alcoholic beverage in that nice cut up dick that Joe did, in fact, by himself. Yes, Lorena bobbited it for sure. That was hilarious scene. I, it's classic. That's why the house husbands of Jersey are amazing. <laughs> that slide looked fun too. Now the ladies return from the studio to the big ass house. It was almost like a big Airbnb, if you will. Tiki is there. Ah. Oh! looking so hot as usual, and then he makes them all a coffee. Why? Because he's hot as fuck. Thank you, Tiki. Now, the men are returning from their excursion. They're all a little sluggish, if you will, getting off that damn van. (laughs) Poor Joe Gorga. It seems like he could fall in mere uh, seconds coming off those steps. And uh, they're a little wobbly coming into the house. And I'd have to say the all-star of that boat excursion, sorry, Frank, we got your balls away, would have to go to Bill Aiden for me because his shirt was on fucking backwards. His hair was like a fucking mad scientist that you would see in a Ren and Stimpy show. I mean, oh my God, was it amazing. Bill, fucking great. Quintessential mad scientist right there. I loved every second of it. Thank you for entertaining my life. Now the lady, she's coming in. She's getting set up for the evening. Apparently there's going to be like a line dance session and shit. So she's setting up. Tiki, of course, lets her in. Oh, what a man. Uh Everyone's getting ready for the dance hoedown, if you will. I'm saying if you will a lot. Jesus. Now, I would have to say the best dressed for this country living would be Mr. Bill Aiden and Jennifer as far as couples are concerned. Bill definitely was 
the cowboy looked exactly like he could have been on City Slickers. He could have been Curly. I'm t- I'm saying he could have been the guy that says, you know, you gotta go know that one thing. What's that one thing? Billy Crystal asks. It's the one thing. That could have been Bill Aiden. Just saying. Now, as far as the best dressed cowgirl, I would say Melissa. However, Melissa had like a a Coachella vibe with her country look. So she could have been hanging out with fucking Raquel and she could have given us more deets on the Tom Schwartz, Raquel making out uh, rumor. So Melissa, go to fucking Coachella and let's see that shit. The line dancing class is in session. But before that, Dolores is telling the ladies as they're all sitting down before Teresa gets there. I don't think you're going to get an apology from Teresa. Margaret's like, I don't want to engage with her. Like, this is ridiculous. She's a terrible person. So that's not going to happen. And then what happens? You got Britney Spears showing up. I mean, you have Teresa showing up in that crazy-ass jumpsuit. I really feel like instead of her coming in with Louis, she should have brought that big-ass python snake that Britney Spears wore during the, I'm a slave for you. I feel like she should have done that. Because that's what she looked like. She was not in any type of country vibe whatsoever. Except for maybe the cowgirl boots. So then they line up for the dancing sesh. They definitely all need some help. Joe Gorga has a little bit of rhythm. I appreciated that. I did highly enjoy that the men, they just were like, fuck this. We're just going to have fun and be a bunch of idiots. I did dig that. So you know what? Let the music move you because it always moves us in different ways. That's why music's so powerful. Then we get to dinner. Melissa would like to premiere the lady drama, Save It For Your Mama song, uh, The Big Tits, if you heard in the lyric. And if you caught this, I thought it was hilarious. Whenever they said Big Tits, you got Bill Aiden on the side. And he's like, hey, they're enhanced. Oh my God. Thank you, Bill Aiden. That was good. Loved it. Little humor there. Then we get to the eats. They're all at dinner. Teresa is then addressing the table and she's apologizing for her actions saying, I didn't mean to do it. I shouldn't have done that. But I was provoked. She is that bitch. She is the I'm sorry, but kind of girl. She is. Which is kind of like Tom Sandoval. Tom Sandoval, if we recall, is an I'm sorry, but kind of dude. Maybe they should have hooked up. Margaret then goes on saying that's not an apology and this is ridiculous. And then Melissa, again, because she's kind of scared of her sister-in-law, says, yeah, but that's a start. And then Margaret's like, no, it's not, bitch. No. Why do we give her a pass? Why are we giving her a pass? Melissa, Jennifer, Joe, Dolores. Why are we giving her a pass? Still trying to figure that out. Do any Yins guys know? Comment in the in the comment section of any post that you see (laughs) which means I should fucking put up a post so Joe even said that in his fucking confessional that it's growth no it's not no it's not stop being blind to her stupid ass behavior she's a grown-ass woman isn't she like mid-40s early 50s I have no idea you should be old enough Teresa to understand what you're doing is unacceptable Margaret does the smart thing she dismisses herself from the table she doesn't want to deal with it and guess what Because of that, everyone else is leaving. So, Teresa, look what you started. You couldn't even enjoy a nice fucking meal after the line dancing because of your childish acts. And everyone left. So, you really know how to kick people out of a room. Ugh, that made me mad. What about the dinner? I could have eaten it. I would have been there yesterday. 
I hate the fact that the season finale is next week. Wow, did this season go by fast. Uh, the reunion, so I heard, Joe Gorga walks off. Everyone thinks it was because of Gia, but we saw in Watch What Happens Live that it, it, in fact, was not because of her. It's about something else. So I'm anxious to see what happens. Now, before we're doing all that shit, we're going to go to the Dueling Divas, which is super simple because it's really only Margaret and Teresa. Yeah. So it's Margaret and Teresa. There's no need for me to explain because we all know what is fucking going on. Teresa's being a big baby. Margaret just asks questions because she's a human and uh, Teresa doesn't like it. So that's the dueling diva. So now we're going to go to the weekly shade because there's a lot of shit that I enjoyed. But the quote of the week, holy shit, there's so many. Thank you, Jersey. I love you. Let's go to the weekly shade. So the weekly shade, I would first off start with uh, Frank not having balls. Funny shade thrown by Joe Gorga. I don't expect anything less from him. He always delivers. He always brings it. Eventually, we'll see Frank kissing Joey Gorga's ass again, and it will be lovely. So I feel like they should make some sort of trophy, like a house husband's trophy, where it's literally Frank kissing Joe's ass And it would be like a nice little statue. And you could alternate it to any of the house husbands that are literally MVP of the current season of whatever they're doing. So maybe you have a nice little Frank Catania kissing Joe Gorga's ass trophy. And maybe Todd did something crazy ass amazing in the Atlanta season. And maybe he deserves the top house husband trophy. And you could just alternate it. I think that would be a good idea Bravo, if you end up doing that, I want some fucking percentage as far as the moolah, okay? Now, some more shade. I appreciated that the ladies were shading themselves in their song with the big lips, big tits. We're going to have lady drama. We get it from our mama. We like that. I appreciated that. They also shade their singing because they know that they, uh, you know, they're not the best uh, vocals that we've heard. Right, Luann? Margaret says that she's not giving up her day job. That's a good idea. Jennifer says, I don't remember sounding like that. You did sound like that, Jennifer, but it's okay. I still appreciated your 110% twangness. Thank you. And then Teresa says that, you know, Margaret causes the drama. I don't like drama, but she causes the drama. So this makes sense. And then Melissa compared them all to dead dogs. Another dog reference. Interesting. So the other shade that I have, it's actually not a good shade. It's very, it's mean. And we all know that it's mean. And uh, it was Teresa body shaming Margaret. First of all, I think Margaret looks great. So for Teresa to even say otherwise and that she's like, oh, yeah, she always makes sure that she eats. Well, you know what, Teresa? I always make sure that I eat, too. Okay, so what are you trying to say? You always make sure to eat too. You're supposed to eat. That's what life's about. You eat to survive. I don't I don't know. That was just mean shade. But yins guys, I've been waiting so long to actually have some amazing quotes to choose from. I have so many. How many do I have? One, two, three, four. I have five. And I don't even know what to pick. But I love them all so much. So we are now going to get to the quote of the week. Oh, my God. Is it going to be Frank Catania? Is it going to be Joe Gorga? Is it going to be Melissa? I have no idea. We are going to check it out. No. 
Ooh, do, 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 do. Quote of the week. Save it for Mama Lady Drum. <laughs> okay. First quote. Of course, it's from Joey Gorga. Love you, honey. Oh, what did he say? He said, uh, yeah, this was in his confessional. He says, I wanted to play a joke on Frank. I mean, the guy does need balls anyway. Ha ha ha. Loved it. That was a cute one. Thank you, Joe. Next one. Melissa says this as she's about to walk onto the bus to go to Nash Fox Studios. <sighs> Makes me a little nervous. And she says she's referencing because they are in Nashville. She says, are we in the South? Huh? Melissa. However, one of the housewives says, no, we're in the West. But I do have to say, I took a look at uh, a map of Tennessee. Memphis is the West, okay? Nashville, I would say, is the Penn State of Tennessee, which means if you think of Pennsylvania, I am in Pittsburgh. That is Western Pennsylvania. It's kind of like Memphis. We're at the end on the West. Penn State is in the middle of the state. So Nashville, ergo, is kind of in the middle of Tennessee. So that's why Nashville, to me, is the Penn State of Tennessee. Oh my God, that rhyme, that was so fun. Okay, yes. I do also like the fact when they were coming up with lyrics for their lady drama mama song, I did appreciate, like Tracy even made an appearance in this quote of the week. I'm kind of surprised by that. But she said, as one of the lyrics, it could have been, rumors on the street with Louboutins on our feet. Tracy, that was good. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'm still deciding. I love your husband. Yes. Trying to figure out if I, uh, you know, if I can dig you. I'm still deciding. Now, next quote. One of the songwriters, he even made an appearance up in here and he said, we got fake lips, fake tits, but a heart is still full. That's definitely not how it went. But quote is, we got fake lips, fake tits, but our heart is full. Cute. Next one comes from Dolores. This is actually really hilarious. She is, <laughs> she's talking to Frank. Whenever Frank is home from the boat excursion, resting because he's tired as fuck and he's drunk as fuck, Dolores comes in and she's like, Frank, why did you have a cock and balls in your mouth when you FaceTimed me? Ah, and then Frank says, no cock, just balls. <laughs> I like that one. Yes, I did. And let me see here. The last one that I have. No, I actually have two more. Margaret says, everybody wants to ride a cowboy once in a while. LOL, Marge. That was really, really cute. And then the last one that I have, of course, we start with Joe Gorga. We end with Joe Gorga. And what does he say when they're trying to talk about how to do the damn hoedown? When the guy's there, the urban cowboy, as uh, someone said, I can't remember. Dolores, did you ever find out what an urban cowboy does? Did you take up on the offer? Even though it wasn't really offered, the producers asked you if you ever wanted to uh, be with a cowboy. But anyways, whenever he was trying to teach them all how to line dance, the heel-toe, heel-toe, Joey Gorga says, heel-toe, heel-toe, I do the hip thrust, just ask Melissa. Woo-wee! Joey Gorga comes in with it again. Now, 
Out of all of them, I'd like to think if we do the top three, I think the heel toe, heel toe, I do the hip thrust, just ask Melissa. I think that comes in second place. I think Are We in the South will come in third place because that's just sad. And, uh, you know, Melissa isn't one with uh, geography as we saw in Watch What Happens Live. But you know what, Melissa, neither am I. So I can't really talk much. But I would say, Yins, guys, that my top favorite quote of the week is Dolores Catania, honey. Thank you for blessing us with that nice little question that you said to Frank. Why did you have a cock and balls in your mouth when you FaceTimed me? That was amazing, along with the response of Frank. No cock, just balls. Thank you so much. That's why I love both of yins, and that's why you guys need to get back together. (sighs) I'm so happy that I was able to get as many quotes as I shared with you today. So lovely, lovely. Now, uh, let me see here. Below deck, I'm over you. You're not that exciting to me. I'm excited for Atlanta to start. That other show in Atlanta about dating and shit, that kind of looks like it'll be in and out, um, like million dollar li- uh, matchmaker. I almost said listing. That doesn't look too interesting to me. Let's see here. I really want to know when Southern Charm is going to start because... I'm just curious about what's going on. Now, Summer House, Kyle had this like huge hissy fit about his lawsuit that he's dealing with. I I honestly, I'm still praying for you, Amanda. I really hope that you guys make it all the way. I am having not good vibes with that, but maybe you both will surprise me. So, Kins guys, another episode in the books. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate, I really, really do appreciate Yin's guys listening and coming back. Uh, I would also appreciate too if Yin's tell your friends and your foes and your enemies and your family to uh, subscribe to the show. Check it out. And uh, I like to have fun and talk shit in such a nice way. I do have to say, I do love all of these shows. And even though I talk shit, I do it in the most loving way. And uh, if I hated all of Yin's guys, as far as the Bravo Lebs, then I wouldn't be talking about you. So does that mean I love Austin? No, that is different. Anyways, make sure to follow me on Instagram, Yin's guys, at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. And please make sure that you follow us at Believe Network and at Believe Lifestyle. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V. And again, I hope you guys have a kick-ass week. Let's see here. Uh, uh, Season finale, Jersey next week. Super excited. And uh, yeah, enjoy the weekend. And we shall see you guys next Thursday. Ta-ta. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.